Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on November 5th, 1952. Now, George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is light. L-I-G-H-T. Really? You bet your life! The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life, a comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. Ladies and gentlemen, on Thursday, November 13th, your DeSoto Plymouth dealer will put on display for the first time what we honestly believe to be the most beautiful car ever built, the distinguished 1953 DeSoto. We'll have more to say about this exciting news in a few minutes. And here he is, the one, the only... What a strange name for a human being. Oh, that's me, <laughs> Groucho Marx. <laughs> well, here I am again with $2,500 for one of our couples. We, uh, we asked if there were any young single men present tonight. You asked this? Yes, before the show went on oh. there. Mr. Richard James... He was the one that was chosen. His partner is a student, Miss Catherine Gerber. And here they are. Folks, come in and meet Groucho Marx. Welcome. Welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Let's see. Miss Catherine Gerber, eh? You're not married? No. No. You're not engaged? No. Going steady? No. 
You say no too much. <laughs> Has it ever occurred to you that perhaps that's your main trouble? <laughs> How old are you, Katie? Twenty-two. Twenty-two, huh? Where are you from? Oceano, California. Um, it's near Pismo Beach. <laughs> yes, uh, are you, you're not going to shut up like a clam now, are you? <laughs> Richard James, uh, how did you happen to get two front names and no rear name? Well, my uh, mother's first name, uh, rather, my mother's name was Richard, and my father's name was James. <clears throat> I better explain that. Rather, yeah. her... Uh, you ought to do something about it. Huh? Her, uh, uh... Was your father's first name Jesse? <laughs> Not quite. Henry? No. Uh, my fa my uh, father's name, of course, was James, and my Eddie mother's... Grable? And uh, my mother's name was Richard, which is a French name. Was what? Uh, Richard. Richard. Huh? Yes. I thought that was a vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out something about you two. Uh, do, do you have a job, uh, Katie? Uh, yes, I go to school at uh, Frank Wiggins Trade Tech Junior Could you talk College. just a little bit louder? Mm -hmm. I can hardly hear you. Yes, I go to school. Oh, you just said that. <laughs> at Frank Wiggins technical trade, junior college. Oh, I see. Well, I wouldn't mind trading at that college myself. <laughs> what kind of a college is that? Is that freshwater it's, college? It's a vocational college. Vocational? Mm -hmm. You mean you, you're, you're off all summer? Vocational. <laughs> vocational trade. I've been off all winter. There's no reason why you shouldn't be off all summer. So what, uh, what are you uh, majoring in? Cosmetology. Cosmetology? Uh-huh. Well, you're very smart going into that field, and I congratulate you. Now, what is it? <laughs> uh, well, it's, it, it's the study of cosmetics. Oh, I see. Well, that's pretty simple once you catch on to it, huh? The art and study. Uh-huh. What sort of work do you do, uh, Dick? I'm a school teacher. Oh, is that so? Well, it's a small world. Catherine here is a student. Could you teach her anything? Well, I, uh, <laughs> I could try. Just, well, what do you teach? Well, I teach uh, science and geography and history and uh, just about everything that a sixth grade boy or girl would like to know. I know years ago, we used to have a joke in a school like we did years ago where the teacher says to the boy, he said, uh, what's the shape of the earth? And the kid says, I don't know. And the teacher is impatient says, well, what's the shape of my cuff buttons? And the kid looks at him and says, square. He says, and the teacher says, no, I don't mean these. Not the ones I wear on weekdays, the cuff buttons I wear on Sunday. He says, oh, round. That's, he says, that's right. He says, now, what's the shape of the earth? He says, square on weekdays and round on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the old jokes never die. <laughs> well, you're a nice, attractive couple. And, Dick, since you're a teacher, I'd like to remind parents that they ought to go to school and meet the men and women who teach their children. They're fine people, and they want to meet you. So go to those PTA meetings. They're very important and very valuable. All right, now it's time to play You Bet Your Life for a chance at the $2,500 question. But first, here's a beautiful gal I'd like to know better, with news about the beautiful new 1953 DeSoto. Hi, this is Arlene Francis, and I want to make a date with you for Thursday, November 13th. That's the day the beautiful new 1953 DeSoto goes on display for the very first time... I know you'll want to be among the first to see this beautiful new 1953 DeSoto Thursday, November 13th at your DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. 
All right, now let's see how you work together as a team. Here we are. Let's see how high you can build your $20. Out of our list of 20 categories, you selected number 14, which is Gay Paris. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Talk up, kids. Let's bet $20. $20? Is that what you're betting? No, no, no. no. I said Well, you have, to, well, you have to decide now and do it fast. Let's, let's compromise. Compromise if you want to. All right. $15. $15. What is the name of the chief art gallery of Paris? The Louvre. The Louvre is right. You're on your way. You have $35. Remember, you're going for $2,500 tonight. How much of your $35 are you going to try now? I think we know. Let's bet $35. $35. On the outskirts of Paris. Is that all right, Catherine? You, now, you don't have to sit... <laughs> Catherine... You don't have to 30? submit to this, you know. You're an equal partner in this thing. All right, 30 then. $30. 30 A famous river divides Paris. What is the name of it? The Seine. The Seine is right. I went crazy there a couple of years ago. I was insane for about three hours. You've now climbed to $65. Now, how much are you going to bet this time? Double it. $60. The French stock exchange is called what? One answer. Exchequer of Paris? No, it's the Bourse. B-O-U-R-S-E. Bourse. It's uh, very well known, too. Should have known it. I didn't know. All yeah, right. Now I have $5. How much would you bet? We might as well bet the other. Okay. The most famous cathedral of Paris is one of the oldest and most interesting churches in the world. What is the name of it? Notre Dame. Notre Dame is right. <laughs> You wind up with $10, and Groucho? We don't. Nobody leaves here with $10. They'll give you one more question for 15 which will make your sum total $25. Are you ready? And no coaching, please. Ready? Who is buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> General Grant is right. <laughs> Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. We ask for men with interesting occupations to volunteer from our studio audience tonight, Groucho. And Mr. Hugh S. Arnold was chosen just before we went on the air. And his partner is a housewife, Mrs. Margaret Raby. Folks, come in and meet Groucho Marx, please. Welcome to your betcha life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Let's see, you, Arnold, and Margaret Raby. Uh, you're you, and uh, you're Margaret, huh? That's right. Where are you from, you? Walton, Kentucky. Oh, May I ask how old you are, you? Fifty-two. Fifty-two? Eh? You're a fine-looking boy. Huh? Are, you, you? Are, are you married? Yes. Well, you're a yes. finer-looking boy. Huh? Thank you. Raby is your name, huh? That's fine. Uh, where are you from, uh, Margaret? I'm from Tarentum, Pennsylvania. Tarentum? That's an Indian name, huh? Well, uh, that isn't the way I heard it. <laughs> the way you... Uh... How did you hear it? Well, uh, Mr. Negley was the first settler, permanent settler in uh, Tarentum. Negley? Negley, that's uh -huh. right. And he built three homes. And when the second settler came along, he said, Mr. Negley, if you have just your family here, why did you build three homes? And Mr. Negley says, to rent them. So that's the name of the town, Tarentum, Pennsylvania. <laughs> it's near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It seems like he went to an awful lot of trouble for one bum joke, didn't he? <laughs> Imagine a man building three homes just to get one crack in about an Indian. 
Peggy, uh, would you describe yourself just for fun? You know, I wonder how many of us could accurately describe the way we look to other people. Go well, ahead, and I'm, I'll correct you if you're wrong. I'm five foot seven. Mm-hmm. A little on the heavy side. I don't think so. I think you're reasonably well stacked. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, blonde hair uh, now. <laughs> you know, kind of the gray up. A little hazel, yes. hazel eyes. And I think I have a sense of humor. Nice teeth. You forgot that, huh? Well, they're not all mine. <laughs> Doesn't make any difference. They're nice anyhow. Thank you. You're a fine-looking gal, Peggy. That was a very good description. I don't know who you were describing, but it was a very good description. <laughs> what, what sort of work do you do, you? I'm a tobacco auctioneer, Gacho. What are you doing in California? Are you out here on your vacation? No, I came out here. thought possibly I could get on radio and television. Have you had any luck? None, whatever. I guess I'll have to go back to Kentucky and sell back again. Well, you, sh- you should have studied medicine, you. Everybody knows in order to sell tobacco on television, you have to be a doctor. <laughs> How can you tell good tobacco from bad tobacco, you? Well, you tell it by uh, the grades. There's many uh, separate and distinct grades of tobacco. Don't you have to rip them down the middle? You know, they they make them king size now. Uh, No. King size. Isn't that ridiculous? King size. Have you seen the shape of King Farouk? (laughs) Can you imagine a cigarette built like him? Could you give us a short sample, a short sample of your chant, uh, you? Yes, I. We'll start one at uh, <laughs> That was very good, you. Sounded just like a recent campaign promise. <laughs> well, I'd like to keep on talking to you two all night, but now you're going to play your Bet Your Life. Well, half the night. Thank now, you. before we play your Bet Your Life, I want you to pay attention to a lovely lady who has some news about the distinguished DeSoto, the new DeSoto, the 1953 DeSoto. Hello, this is Wendy Barry, and right now I want you to get a pencil and mark down this date, November the 13th. You got it? Thursday, November the 13th. That's a wonderful day. That's the day the stunning new 1953 DeSoto goes on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. I've sneaked in and seen this new DeSoto, and really I think it's the most beautiful car ever built. No matter how you look at this new DeSoto, inside or out, it's perfectly beautiful. Outside, it's longer, lower, and lovelier than you ever thought a car could be. And inside, well, it's as lovely as my favorite living room. They won't let me tell you any more about this beautiful new car, but you can see it for yourself. Just be sure and be at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers on Thursday, November the 13th, the day the distinguished new 1953 DeSoto goes on display for the very first time. Oh, I'm going to be on You Bet Your Life television sometime soon, along with this beautiful 1953 DeSoto. So watch for us, won't you? Now we're ready for the quiz. You beat our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the $2,500 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners. 
The girl student and the teacher won $10, and the secret word is light. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected government sites. Now, you decide between you how much you want to bet. 97? 97. All right. How much? 1997. 1997. Here's your first question. You're going to bet 1997. What is the name of the New York Island used as the chief United States immigration station? Ellis Island. Ellis Island is correct. Well, you're off to a good start. You have $39.97. Remember, you're going for $2,500 tonight. How much of this $39.97 are you going to try? All of it. $39.95. All right, you ready? $39.95, you're betting. Where is the United States Military Academy? Uh, at Annapolis. Annapolis. Or Military Academy? One answer between you now. Uh, no, it's uh, you West got five Point. Seconds. Uh, West Point. Wet is, West Point is right. <laughs> you now have $79.92. And how much of that are you going to bet on your third question? $79.92. No, $79.90. Ninety. You're betting $79.90. All right. Is that all right with you, Margaret? Now, yes, you know, you don't have to do this, you know. I mean, if you want to bet some other amount of money... Uh, no, You're equal no. partners. That's, all right. That's all right. What is the name of the big naval base in the Hawaiian Islands? Uh, yes, I'd say Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor is right. You now have one hundred fifty-nine dollars and eighty-two cents. All right. Oh. Now, how much are you going to bet this time? Bet it all. You're going to bet it all. Where is the United States Naval Academy located? Uh, Annapolis. Annapolis is right. And you wind up with a grand total of $319.64. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. We have a club woman for you now, Groucho. A Uh, club woman? Yes. (laughs) Mrs. Maude Sheridan. And uh, her partner is a man with an unusual background, Mr. James A. Murphy. And here they are. Folks, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome, folks, for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you find around the house. Uh, you, Mrs. Uh, Maud Sheridan, uh, you're a That's club right. woman? That's club right. woman, huh? Well, you may need a club before we're through here. What is your hometown, now that we've gotten that out of the way? I was raised in Colorado Springs. Colorado Springs, huh? Well, it's a lovely town. I used to go trout fishing there. I never caught any, but I went trout fishing there. <laughs> How did you meet your husband? I presume you have one. Yes, I do. I met him in Cheyenne, Wyoming. He was a traveling salesman, and I was going out to dinner one night with a... Traveling salesman in Cheyenne? Yes. Well, how did you meet him? Well, I had another traveling salesman friend, and he introduced us. (laughs) You did quite a business there in uh, Cheyenne. (laughs) Did you have some kind of a particular fondness for traveling salesmen? Oh, yes. I had a tea room, and I entertained them, you see, in my tea room. I see. Gave him tea in the afternoon? Yes. You know, it never occurred to me that people would sit in the afternoon in Cheyenne, Wyoming, drinking tea. <laughs> Mr. James Murphy, that's you, huh? Well, it's always nice to meet a Czechoslovakian. <laughs> James A. Murphy. What does the A stand for? Aloysius. <laughs> Mr. Murphy, what shall I call you? Jim or Aloysius? They call me Falkhorn, Groucho. Foghorn Murphy? Are you the Foghorn Murphy who goes to all the ball games? Yes, I am. Well, pleased to meet you, Foggy, old boy. I've heard of you. 
I've heard of you for the last 20 years, but I never had the pleasure of meeting you. You're quite a celebrity. Where did you get the name Foghorn? When I was a young fellow, I wanted to be a baseball player, but my feet wasn't big enough for my hands wasn't big enough for power. I got on the horse with a baseball uniform and nounced off of it. Mm-hmm. The ball game. You say you weren't big enough? Wasn't big enough what for... A, what about Bobby Shantz? Well, I was big enough, but I didn't have... My bigness wasn't in a place where I should have it, in my feet and hands. I'll get back to you in a moment, Bobby. You're a most unusual fellow. Well, let's find out something about you, Maud. Uh, you're a club woman. What club do you uh, uh, belong to? I belong to one club, the Southern California branch of the Herb Society of America. The herb, you say? Herb. Just what is an herb? An herb is a plant. You can use the leaves or the roots or the stems for cooking purposes and for fragrance and for medicinal purposes. Sounds fascinating. What are some of the medicinal herbs? Oh, there's uh, uh, chamomile and rosemary and melissa. Isn't that the Andrew sisters? What are some of the herbs you recommend for certain dishes? I don't mean the kind he was referring to, either. Well, every uh, dish that contains tomatoes should have basil. Basil, yeah. And then for I your... saw basil out with a tomato the other night. <laughs> then with your meat dishes, you should have thyme. Thyme? 930. <laughs> Marjoram. Marjoram. Sage. Oh, sage. And then when you make a beef stew, for instance, you put in some marjoram and a little thyme and a pinch of rosemary. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> this can be fun at that. You know? well, it can be fun, and everyone should raise in their backyard a little garden of herbs so that they should, should go out and get a pinch here and a pinch there. This is the kind of a contestant I like. I don't have to say anything. She's hanging herself with each statement. Foghorn, let's talk to you some more. Fog horses should be if you ride her on a horse, shouldn't it? Where are you from, Foggy? San Francisco. Born in San Francisco, 62 years ago, proud. You can go any place in the world, and the only recommendation you need is say, I was born in San Francisco. Everybody loves and likes him. Could you sing us a few, uh, few lines of that song, San Francisco? San Francisco, here I come. Uh, Foggy. You're singing California, here I come. Now, San Francisco isn't all there is in California. San Francisco, open that golden gate. Don't you remember that song? Yes, I do. Da, 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 da. Well, that's, uh, you want to try it again? <laughs> San Francisco, here I come. Say, you must have been there during the fire, dude. Do you remember the fire at all, Fog? I remember the fire in Earthquake, Groucho. 
as if it was yesterday. They burned down all the schoolhouses and destroyed them. I only went to two grades and didn't go back. Well, what did you do after you quit school at the age of eight? At the age of 11, I sold newspapers in Barbara Coast in San Francisco. I was I sold potatoes and oranges. And I owned a drugstore in Pacific and Kearney. At the age of 11, you owned a drugstore? Later, later, later. Later, I owned the drugstore. Did you make any money at this work? I've made a million dollars twice in my life. I found out you don't have to go to school to make money. All you have to do is be nice and kind and sweet to people. The cheapest thing a person can sell in this world is a smile and a kind word about everybody, and it'll pay bigger dividends than anything else. Let's see it. Let's hear a few lines of the San Francisco song again. I get lonesome for that every once in a while. Now, how'd you make your first million, Foggy? Well, 21 banks all over the United States. Was this at night or during the day? Huh? Banks during the Depression, defunct banks. Oh, you, you bought these banks, huh? Bought them. Well, that's logical. If you want a million dollars, just buy a few dozen banks, that's all. You were sort of an Irish Giannini, in other words, huh? Very proud to say he was a very dear friend of my A.P. Giannini. Turned out to be the biggest banker in the world. Came from that great city of San Francisco. San Francisco, open your golden gate. California, here I come. Well, I'd like to continue talking and singing to you two, but the time has come to play you bet your life. The time has come, the walrus said, to play you bet your life. You run our twenty, but you run your twenty bucks into more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the two thousand five hundred dollar question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners. Mrs. Raby and the tobacco auctioneer lead with three hundred nineteen dollars sixty four cents. All right, here we go. Let's see how I can build you twenty dollars. You selected the animal kingdom. How much are you going to bet? Eighteen. Here's your first question: eighteen dollars. What are Manx, Maltese, and Persians? Cats. Cats is right. You have thirty-eight dollars. Thirty-eight dollars. Maybe you're going for twenty-five hundred dollars tonight. How much of your thirty-eight dollars will you bet on your second 35. question? Thirty-five. All right. What are tanagers, titmouses, and thrushes? Mice. One answer between you now. Tanagers, titmouses, and thrushes. Birds. Birds is right. You now have seventy-three dollars. Here's your third question. How much will you bet? Seventy. Seventy. I don't. I don't, can't pronounce this myself. What are Samoyeds, Samoyeds, uh, Shipwrecks, and uh, Sealing Hams? Dogs. Dogs is right. <laughs> you climbed to one hundred and forty-three dollars. And is your last chance to be the other couples? How much of the hundred and forty-three? All of it. All, All of it. it? Uh, what are Kadiaks, Grizzlies, and Pandas? Bears. Bears is correct. <laughs> Wind up with $286, and that means the tobacco auctioneer and the housewife with $319.64. In just one minute, get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question. Thursday, November 13th. That's a day to remember. Why? Is it my birthday? No, Groucho. Thursday, November 13th. 
is the day the distinguished 1953 DeSoto goes on display at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Well, that's important, too. You bet it is, Groucho. We think this distinguished 1953 DeSoto is the most beautiful car ever built. It's longer, lower, and wider, with superb lines and styling that are sure to make it the style leader of the year. This 1953 DeSoto is so beautiful that it makes me wish I were a garage. The distinguished 1953 DeSoto. It goes on display November 13th at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Don't miss it. What was that date again, Fenneman? November 13th. Speak up, boy. Don't mumble. November 13th. November 13th, eh? What happens then? That's the day the beautiful new 1953 DeSoto goes on display. You're repeating yourself. Folks, go see this beautiful new DeSoto on November 13th at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. And when you do, tell them Groucho sent you. Now, here's our winning couple, Groucho. The uh, tobacco auctioneer and the housewife, all ready for the DeSoto Plymouth $2,500 question. For $2,500, I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help in the audience. Are you ready? The son of David and Bathsheba became a king when he was little more than 12 years old. He reigned for 40 years and became one of the truly great men of history. For $2,500, who was this king? Talk it over. All right, what's the answer you two have decided upon? Your answer, dear. Come on. Time's a wasting. King Solomon? King Solomon is right. <laughs> $2,500. Plus how much in the quiz, George? Let's see, uh, $319.64. That's $2,800 and... Uh, it's a lot of money. I have yes, no uh, idea. <laughs> well, at any rate, he went to Stanford, too. $2,819.64. All right, you, I'll cut your salary. Congratulations from the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. You bet your life. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. Don't forget, folks, on Thursday, November 13th, the distinguished 1953 DeSoto will go on display for the very first time at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers. Make a date to see it, and when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Drive slow in rain, sleet, or snow. You bet your life. Transcribed from Hollywood is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Now, that was a very rewarding guess from the second couple in The Big Question. Groucho always tells people to guess because you have a better chance of stumbling upon the answer than if you don't give one at all. And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For Patreon members, you can listen tomorrow to the latest episode of the Vintage Radio Club a melodrama about an old farmer who loves to hunt foxes and his favorite hunting dog. It's from the Lux Radio Theater, and it's called The Voice of Bugle Ann. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off.